Blog Talk Radio. You know that I got it anytime you desire. Hustle always ain't stopping. We live with that ending fire. Fire. Get it straight to the point, no chaser. No false facts and no faker. Cast on your way. Yeah. That entertainment news. Put it up at the Like I just stopped that, right? Yeah, because I, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you by the next show that the correct intro music will be there. So I was up here trying to pause it before the names popped out, and it was like, oh shit, y'all, but I've been stressed and I'm like hella busy. And King, if you don't mute your damn phone, man, all that noise. So you know, just be it. You know, just like. It's been a crazy, crazy week for me, so I'm, like, two weeks behind, you know, still trying to catch up on sleep and everything, and, yeah, so what I was actually trying to do is just throw this in here, just to get me, you know, amped up just a little bit right here, let me give you a little bit of this right here. City overlooking. Instagram ain't got enough clout, so these promos don't wanna book me. I just seen your top twenty five and see my name, so I kept looking. I thought it was my city. What the fuck, these niggas tripping, trying to shit me. I can stand, but I'm too busy playing hooky. Been in the game, calling play, young nigga ain't no rookie. Hit this thing, he on the way. Ain't no kids, but bitch, we took it with us. Doing some of you niggas, a lot of you niggas really pussy on the edge. And I'm throwing niggas off, come try to push me. What the fuck you want, bitch? We on that marijuana, smoke it like a marathon. Rollin' back to back, them bitches they tag along. Told you though, it's way too fast, start pushing them hoes. Trying to be the shit, dog. The doll on my mind. No. The barber chest too, man. This shit don't stop. I got sell mouth feed, and they all call me pop. The bro in my ear. I got to say it clear. I lay a bitch mammoth down, and that's real. I've been about this money way back then when I started being the junkie. I'm just keeping. 
Keeping G, man, I'm all about my fingers. Lil' bro told me, man, get this is the way I feel. About these niggas and these bitches and they feelings. I'm minimized, I'm doing me. I ain't worried about you, I'm chilling. I was shooting in the gym. Ain't none of you niggas in here with me. I was saving every nigga, every dime, every penny. I'm so popping bottles, smoking good, bitch. And I got plenty. BGB, he won't keep mad at this bell. Let it say no henny. Shop my nigga team. When we your team, we make a city. It's all really, boy. I feel for my state and my city. Shop that OG that before me. I got red niggas in here with me. Smoking on the whole tree. Smoking the bag, gonna have to come get me. Have to cut the line on some of you niggas. Was acting fishy, nigga. This is the way I feel. Boy, I'm better than a lot of these dudes that's trying. I listen in a lot of shit. They rapping about they lie. Them cars in the video. Them bitches that's behind them. This city got no feel. Look at his watch. It ain't no diamonds on my way up to the top. If I forgot you, don't remind me. Y'all just trying to lead away for everybody that's behind me. It's so hard when you impatient, but I know it's all on timing. I ain't reach my peak. That's why I keep on climbing. You can find me off in Tampa Bay. Where the bucks play. Watch me regulate. Hit a bell and ride on 34th just to get a plate. Shout out to Tiana. That's my mama. That's who made a way. I hop out at the liquor store on lick. I'm dodging Jake. I'm like... Yes, now I feel a whole lot better. Whole lot better. That was um, Von really with that, the way I feel. All right, so we're going to backtrack, and we're going to start this all over again. You tuned into another episode of He Said, She Said, Hot Topics on Indie Fire with Nakia and King. Y'all like the ring of that? Right? Back up two more steps. If you tuned into the show on Thursday, you probably heard an unfamiliar voice. I'm sure the individual took the time to introduce themselves, from, from what I heard. Um, very good interview, by the way. Very good. I don't ever like to throw nobody out there on day one by themselves, you know. And it was Tuesday night. I'm sorry, Tuesday night, because King's interview was actually supposed to be Thursday night. But, you know, I've been dealing with some shit this week, and I've been a little under the weather. So, you know, we're going to get that interview with him very soon, because I, I want you to get a formal introduction to our new co-host, King of King's of entertainment. So, uh, King, how you been? I've been good. I've been good. I appreciate that, by the way. I've been good. I can't yeah, complain, Stan, Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You know it. Um, back and forth, different shows and events, new music rollouts, you know, things of this nature. Yeah, y'all was in the club last night, right? Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, we were hosting uh, Scott. In uh, Tampa, Florida. That's every Friday, right? Yeah. Uh, well, we're not particularly there. Every Friday, a friend of mine um, who's an event promoter has that, has that spot every Friday night. So Sky is available every Friday night. It's ladies' night out at Sky. We just show up sometimes, make a little mess, you know. Got you, got you. I'm gonna pop up on you guys on Friday. You sure? You sure? <laughs> Maybe the last time I was in Florida, I damn near got put out the state. Not just the city I was in, but the state. So I gotta lay low when I come back to Florida. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be careful around here. Hell yeah, yo! I was with some crazy ass people, um, talking about you know blowing up Disney World and shit and. Um, 
Yo, then we was in Miami and they was getting a little too crunk there. So yeah, I was yeah. They know my last name and and the state of Florida. That's for sure. Yikes! <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> I wish you might want to blow up Disney World, yeah. What happened? Why would somebody want to blow up Disney World of all places? Uh, let me tell you. All right, so very quickly before we jump into all the hot topics, you know, because we got a lot to talk about. Um, I was with the crazy people, right? And Disney World got like you know they got plenty of packages that you can choose to get in. You know, you can pay by the day, or you know, you can do like a bathroom from. Um, different attractions, and so we had it was like it was like eight of us, right? And so we had this bounce, you know, from three different um, sites, like for three days, you know, all day long, right? Well, me and the person um, had an altercation, like the night of the first. It was like the second night we was there, but the first night of the actual, you know, our Disney excursion or whatever. And so we had an altercation that night. So we get ready to go to back on the next day. You know, we we ain't talking and nobody's not talking. Nobody's kids is talking. Like, my kids are talking to me. Her kids are talking to her. Well, uh. um, we get there. You know, she she pops out her vehicle and she's gone. She's like, all right, so we got we got dinner reservations and blah, blah, blah. We'll be back here, blah, blah, blah. All right, cool. Well, she forgot that I had everybody's tickets from the previous day. So I let her do her thing, you know, I grab my kids, we we go. We get in, we good to go, you know. Um, and I'm thinking everybody knows that I'm here. I'm not gonna have no phones on, you know, I put the phones off, whatever. So I didn't get no phone calls that I need I need my tickets, you got my tickets, you know what I'm saying? So it was like two hours later when my daughter finally looked at her phone and was like, Oh Ma, they've been calling us and I was like, Nah, she jumped out with an attitude. They don't need us, you know what I mean? So, like, another hour goes by, uh, and they still blow the phones up. So I'm like, let me check this shit and see what the hell she wanted. She was just like, you know, it's an emergency. I'm over at the ticket booth. I can't get in. And I'm like, that ain't my problem. Because she never said, like, you got my ticket. She was just like, I'm at the ticket booth. I can't get in. I didn't put two and two together, you know? So right. she's all in the ticket booth, like, you know what, we paid like $3,000 like yesterday, you know, for all the kids and the adults, whatever, for these three days and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, um, if y'all don't let me in, uh, I can give you my credit card. You can scan, you know, blah, blah, blah. So she, she was like, if y'all don't let me in, I'm going to blow this up. What the hell oh, you going to say this world for? Man, she was like SWAT came out of everywhere. And so her daughter and her son was like, Mom, you know, like, calm down, like, calm down. By that time, you know, being from New York, you know, it don't take you some short few, you know what I'm saying, short few. So she's like, you know, yeah, I'll blow this motherfucker up and yada, yada, yada. Well, they was like, they was ready to arrest her. And she <laughs> what saved her dumb ass when she dumped out her purse. And there was like all kinds of mental, you know, I got, I got this. I got depression, I got anxiety, you know, I got this, I got that, I got this. Medications that, you know, she's supposed to be taking. And she was like, and I ain't took my meds today, you know, because it's not that time of the day for me to take them. That's what saved her. Like, she got, you know, legal prescriptions and saying she go cuckoo. So I was like, oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah, when it came to the third day, I was like, nah, you and your kids, you know, everybody else can go back. Me and my kids, we're going to stay at the house because I don't want no shit, you know. Um, 
And I want to say that, what are we, in 2019? So that had to be, like, Christmas, New Year of 2016, 17, right? This is my sister, my half-sister that I'm talking about. I ain't talked to the bitch since. Um, because, you know, she felt like I did her dirty or whatever, but it's it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> but you don't do that. You don't go to, like, a public attraction as huge as Disney World, you know what I'm saying, Disneyland, you know, no type of water park. You don't go in there talking about you're going to blow some shit up. You don't do that. You don't do that. That's you big. know, no, Disney World is everywhere, you know, so they're going to look at you for domestic terrorism. Don't say that shit. You don't blow Disney World up. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's why I can't. I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons why I can't, you know, I could talk the whole show about why we can't go back to Miami, but, you know, um, <laughs> we had one mission. We was there for one mission. And I was to spread our father's ashes, right? Nah, we can't even get that shit done. We can't even be civil enough to get that done. So yeah, that's how we got planned. But um, yeah, it's all good. I'm coming. I'm coming to Tampa. I'm coming. Don't worry. I'm coming. I'll be there this month. Don't worry. Um, so I definitely want to get in. We all live up. You're not gonna get no trouble. Say what? What happened? What? We're gonna link up, but we're not gonna get in no trouble. Damn straight. I promise you. I ain't going to be drinking. <laughs> Not going to get in no trouble. I promise you. I promise you. But uh, I want to, you know, jump in on these, these hot topics because I got a lot that I got to talk about. A lot to talk about. Yeah. Oh, I do want to say happy. It's the 2nd of February. So, you know, new month. And uh, it's actually Black History Month. So before we jump into these hot topics, um, I think you should drop you with a little, little black history knowledge. What you got, King? Drop some knowledge. Yeah. You got some black history facts? No, he over there. I don't know. He'll tell me like, wrote. I know. He'll try to take it something. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of something everybody don't already know, you know. I don't, don't want right, to say so something extra. I'm gonna let you think real quick, and I'm gonna give you all this little this bit of information right here. All right, so everybody knows uh, Rosa Parks. And you know what um, Rosa Parks is famous for? Uh, pretty much standing her ground and not getting up, you know, out of that seat. On the bus. Well, how many of you knew that Rosa Parks was actually the first one to not give up a seat for a white man or a white woman? All right, so a Rosa Parks incident uh, was in December, or December 1st, 1955. But on March the 2nd, 1955, 15 year old Claudette Colvin was riding home on a school bus, I'm sorry, on a city bus after a long day of school. And a white passenger boarded the bus and ordered uh, her to, you know, get up out of her seat. She moved. Um, so the bus driver came back and was like, you know, you need to get up out of your seat. And she refused. Um, she later told Newsweek that she felt like um, so Jordan the Truth was pushing down on one shoulder and Harriet Tubman was pushing down on the other, and she wasn't going to give up her seat. So um, she doesn't get that credit like Rosa Parks does. Um, but she was arrested for her civil disobedience, and she was briefly put in jail. Um, and she was one of the plaintiffs, or one of the four plaintiffs in the landmark Browder versus Gale case 
1956, which ruled that the segregation laws um, of Montgomery and Alabama were unconstitutional. That's Claudette, 15-year-old Claudette Colvin. Did you know that? I did not. I did not know that, no. I did not know that. I know that Rosa Parks wasn't the first. Um, like, it's so hard for me to to pull stuff that I really don't know about because my minor was African-American studies. So a lot of this stuff, you know, um, a lot of these facts I knew. Uh, but I couldn't remember what her name was. My daughter and I was talking about that earlier today. I couldn't remember what her name was. But yeah, I did know that bit of information. All right. So we're going to move on to birthdays. Birthdays. You know, we always start with birthdays on He Said, She Said. Um, so on last Sunday, we got to back up, you know, to last Sunday. So last Sunday, the 27th of – well, I'm about to say August. The 27th of January, um, Raleigh. Turned 35. Y'all know her. That's that's Nicki Minaj's little goon that supposedly fought Cardi. Uh, she turned 35. And John Witherspoon popped from Marlon Wayans or the Wayans Show. And what else is he on Friday? Um, he was Ice Cube Dad on Friday. He turned 77 on Sunday. Right, on Monday, the 28th, J. Cole turned 34. Rick Ross turned 43. Big Frida turned 41. Rakim, uh, you know, Eric B. and Rakim turned 51. And Anthony Hamilton turned 48. I mean, everybody's birthday was on Monday. On Tuesday, ninth, Oprah went, turned 65. And Charlie Wilson turned 66. They were almost 20. On Wednesday, the 30th of January, Kid Cudi turned 35. Phil Collins turned 68. So I grew up with him. I grew up with him back in the 80s. And Jalen Rose, I want to say he's like a basketball player. He turned 46. On Thursday, the 31st of January, uh, Justin Timberlake turned 38. And uh, Kerry Washington from Scandal turned 42. She looks amazing for her age. On the 1st of February, that was yesterday, Friday, Stormy Webster turned one. Stormy is the daughter of Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner. And Big Boy of uh, Outcast turned 44. You know he's performing at the Super Bowl halftime show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did know that. I think that's dope. Yeah. So he turned 44. Oh, we don't know age. And on today, <laughs> the 2nd of February, Shakira, Miss Tips Don't Lie, turns 42. Uh, Supercent, the um, CEO and owner of Crayon Case, uh, she turns 30. She should be celebrating her party and baby shower right about now in New Orleans. And uh, rapper Southside turns 29. So happy birthday um, from Indy Fire. We're wishing you the best year yet. So, Bert, Shout out to all We had some babies born. Um, on Saturday, last Saturday, the 26th. Okay, I might screw this up, but I'm going to try to get it right. All right, so Gekume Anfoy, he is the son of slain rapper XXX Tentacion. 
and former girlfriend Genesis Sanchez. They welcomed their son um, three days after what would have been his 21st birthday. And you all know, because we, we talked about this extensively from June until the end of the year, um, X was um, murdered at a motorsports store in, uh, in Florida, June 18th. Of 2018 at a motorsports dealership, I'm sorry, um, after a botch robbery. And they did catch all of the suspects in case you're somewhere behind or under under a rock or something. They got all, you know, four suspects. Um, and they're facing, I don't know what they're facing, but they've been charged with murder and something else. There was a lot of charges. So just go Google it. Um, also on this week, on Wednesday the 30th, Queen Nadia and Clarence, welcomed their first child together, a baby boy. Um, she did post on Instagram, you know, a picture of her holding the baby. Of course, you, all you see is top of the baby's full head of hair. Um, she already has a son from a previous relationship. Uh, so congratulations to Miss um, Cleo, who is ex's mother, and Genesis and Queen Naza and Clarence on the birth of your son this week. Uh, I don't have no marriages. You know anybody got married or got engaged? No, I don't. I don't. I think uh, we got to wait a little further into this month. We'll probably get a lot of announcements on that. Oh, yeah. See, I'll be trying to overlook that, you know, that marriage and love shit, you know. I don't don't do that, so I try to overlook it. But uh, got death for you. Uh, go go Google this lady. Her name is Louis Morris. M O R I T Z. All I know is she was like seventy something years old, maybe seventy two, between seventy two and seventy seven. And she was one of Bill Cosby's accusers. Um, she passed away this week, and they're saying that her case will continue. Um, and of course, Cosby's defense team is just like, no, that, that, what, 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 are we going to dig her up? You know, we're going to exhume her body and prosecution is saying now that her, her, that she passed away, her estate will now move forward with the civil suit against him that she filed back in um, 2014. So uh, hopefully his, his attorney can get that thrown out. You know, he's dealing with enough. You said you said her estate chose not to move forward? No. Her, her, the prosecution will now, um, in place of her, use her estate to move forward with the civil case. Oh. Yeah, they just need to let that man just let him just do his real time. And yeah, it's just too much. It's, it's too much. So, but we uh, we don't we don't know about her. Um, <laughs> I couldn't find too much more information on her. Um, but the name is Louis uh, Morris. Um, also, uh, passing away this week on Wednesday, the thirtieth of January. American musician, singer, songwriter, producer, and two-time Grammy Award winner James Ingram passed away from a form of brain cancer. Um, he worked with many acts such as Quincy Jones, 
Michael Jackson, Dolly Parton, um, Patti Smith, um, Debbie Allen. Yeah, the list is extensive. Um, his distinctive voice dominated the charts in the 80s and the 90s, um, and Ingram had eight top 40 hits throughout his career. He earned 14 Grammy nominations, and again, he was a Grammy winner two times. So rest in peace, uh, James Ingram, and our condolences to his family and friends. On Sunday, all right, all right, so how much have you been keeping up with this Tory Lanez beef? <laughs> What's the Tory Lanez beef, you say? Yeah. You've been keeping yeah, up with I've that? Been, uh, yeah, I've been keeping up since it, since it all started initially. They say it was just a joke at first, but I guess it just kept getting real and more real. So I believe it all started. Uh, he was on Twitter talking about he's the best rapper alive right now, and uh, he will body any of these um, niggas out there. Period. Those were his words. I wish they would have left that word in 2018. I'm so tired of hearing period. I really am. Um, he also goes <laughs> on to say that for anyone denying what he's saying, that's cool. But just remember your favorite rapper would step up uh, the last time because niggas are afraid of this work. This is what he says. So enters rapper Don Q saying um, that Tory Lane stole his style from the bars to the beat. And there was actual, you know, uh, actually a clip um, where Don Q was rapping and everything is, you know, the next, you know, clip is Tory Lane and everything is spot on. He's like, you know, he just bit off him. Like, I mean, I, I don't know right. where the confusion came in at. I don't, I don't know. Um, but I'm going to fast forward because he comes up several more times on this same, you know, um, shit here. Him and Don Q go back and forth. There's a diss track that's put out. There's another diss track that's put out. There's more names just dropped in this diss track, right? So um, he's talking about uh, Dream Dog. Um, you know, he's running his mouth about how the two of them have relations, right? Um, but sis, you know, she, she won't try to hear that. Uh, she dropped some tea on her diss track um, entitled On Your Head. You can listen to it on SoundCloud. Um, my favorite line is that, well, it's not my favorite line, but it's like the most, it just holds some meaning, you know what I'm saying? It'll sit him down and shut him up for a little bit, and it, it only lasted for a little bit. But she says that he's the only nigga that she fucked who wouldn't, or who wanted a threesome with another nigga. Uh, <laughs> That's crazy, though. Now that I read it, you know what I'm saying? Now that I read it, that, no, no. If he was requesting the dude, that's different. If she requested the dude and he was cool with it, you know what I'm saying? That's, you can look at it two ways. But the way she versed it is he requested the dude, right? So he gave her a round of applause on her, you know, on her diss track. Um, that was, you know, <laughs> that was good of him. Um, but then she also performed in New York somewhere um, last night, and she actually performed uh, the dish set. So it's, you know, it's moving around. It's not going to just sit on SoundCloud, you know. <laughs> if you miss it on SoundCloud, she's going to give it to you live. <laughs> so Tori. we'll keep you close for names. Tori's been decent with a little bit of- Everybody, 
he he's been beefing with too many people to be honest with you. And it's not yeah. not every beef has been in his favor. You know, he was just recently beefing with um Jordan Lucas. Right. You know, and uh, they they were back like I'm not joiner, you know, I'm not joiner is what Don Q was right. saying. They went um they went back and forth for a few tracks. You feel me? Like Tori was Tori makes music that sound, you know, that that has a good melody or what have you. But he seems to be beefing with artists who like to put together very thoughtful sentences and, you know, they really come with bars. You know what I mean? I, I don't know if he's beefing with the right type of people. But just that statement that he made that he was the best rapper alive right now um, kind of threw me for a loop. Right. Right. <laughs> but you know what? I'm like, all right. Rappers are, rappers are always saying that. That's kind, of, that's kind of their job. I mean, in the industry, you always hear, if you don't feel that you're the best at what you do, then, you know, you're not confident enough in yourself. You hear that a lot. But to to say it and to be on the level that he is on is is beyond just a you know, a thing of it's it's beyond a state of mind for him. He really believes that, which is just right. crazy right. in comparison. Yeah, and I think right. his attitude is a lot more cocky. You know how Jack Sweet was like, you know, he was the king of R and B, blah blah blah, blah blah, blah blah. That was mad funny. So, Tory Lanez is so cocky with his shit, like you know, and I and I feel that because a lot of artists who come on the show say the same thing, you know, um, that they they feel like they're at the top of their game and they're the best, and I think that's how you should that's how you should approach this, you know, your career. But at the level that he's on, you know, I think he needs to fall back on the, the shitty speaking. Um, he sounds better singing to me than he does rapping. So, um, and I don't know if you got a chance to listen to Ferris. Well, that's him and Trippy Red. Um, that's a no for me. Yeah. Like, everything I heard recently, the shit he got with Bad Baby, that that's that's a no for me too. So, um, it's not sounding like he's you know at the top of his rap game right now. So, yeah, he needs a fallback. Don't tell nobody. You It's evident that the industry doesn't feel the same way about him. You know what I mean? Like, you could take, for example, Tory Lanez is signed to a whole record label. And, like, Tory Lanez is out here and has a whole team behind him. And he's getting features like, like the ones you just said. Like, who else Who else would have said okay to a feature with uh, uh, the Catch Me Outside girl? Like, come on. Bro. That's that's not a good look when you, when you, when you were a gangster rapper. Why was you doing a track with a 15-year-old little white girl? Hey. I mean, that don't help your career none. And these rappers out here like Kevin Gates, oh, they here signing kind of nobody. He he featured on everybody's stuff right now. J. Cole got features on tracks harder than Toy Lane's. Like it's just not he can't he can't say that. He's not in his right mind. He will keep you posted because I'm sure his mouth will continue to, you know, run. Back and forth. Yeah. Uh, but moving yeah. on. You know that DMX is released on last Friday, the 25th. 
And apparently he's wasting no time um, jumping back on stage. Saru was scheduled to perform Saturday night. This is last Saturday at Mr. Chow NYC in Staten Island, but he couldn't make it. So DMX was able to hit the stage and fill that spot. I used to like him back in the day. I used to. Not, I can't say I used to. I'm not stopping the DMX fan. I still vibe to his music now, but I'm saying I feel like like he's just been through so much. Like he needs to retire. You know, take care of kids and shit. That's what he needs to do. Stay on the right. He's not doing it. He ain't doing it for the love. He's doing it for the check. You know, he owe a lot of people money. Oh, <laughs> true, true. <laughs> Like right, get it while you oh, can. Somebody, somebody will put him on, you know, a little, little tour or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Jay Z been helping him out. I think they got something lined up coming soon because I see B like everywhere now. Like she's on social media more, and you know, like every day she's posting there. She's out at an event. She was um, went to see the Medea. Whatever the, they're doing now, like Medea's funeral, I think is, um, but they were there, you know, to see that the whole family, okay, minus the kids, but you know, her and Jay and her mom and mom's spouse and, you know, so she's just out more. So I think something, something big is about to happen with them. Yeah, you should have make it. You should have something. No doubt, no doubt. So on Sunday. Sunday night, um, the Screen Actors Guild Awards um, bag was held on Sunday night um, somewhere, California, I think. Uh, don't quote me on it. You know, we don't talk about everything on this show, you know, so all of these shows that was winning, I don't know anything about them, um, but I do know about this one here, the Outstanding Performance by a Cast and a Motion Picture, and this was like the biggest award. Went to, of course, Black Panther, Black Panther. Um, uh, performance by a male actor in a supporting role went to um, Mahershala Ali um, for his role as Dr. Donald Shirley in the Universal Pictures um, Green Book. I haven't seen that, but it won it won several awards, so it, it might be all right, or maybe just the actors in it was all right. Mm. And so, outstanding performance by an ensemble in a drama series went to NBC's This Is Us, which stars Sterling K. Brown as Randall Pearson. Um, and the outstanding action performance by a stunt ensemble in a motion picture went to Black Panther. So there was a whole Yes, and you know we're coming up on because it'll be it'll be the 16th of this month when Black Panther was released. Um, so while I'm on that, I'm gonna fast forward a day and talk about um, what they're doing in honor of Black History Month. Disney announced that Black Panther will be shown during the week of February 1st through the 7th in celebration of Black History Month. The multi-award-winning movie will be played for free um, at 250 theaters across the country. And in addition, Disney also announced that they will give a $1.5 million grant to the United Negro College Fund. 
Big up to Disney. You feel me? Shout out to Disney. Hell yeah. Ooh, ooh. Even though I can't go back, you know. <laughs> yes, big up to Disney. That's huge right there. That's huge. That's huge. I so wonder, do you watch any Go ahead. I was going to say, I wonder what made Disney decide to do this, you know, in 2019. I'm sure they've given money here and there before, but that's a big, that, that's a big thing. For, and, and it's it's something that social media is going to talk about. They're going to get a lot of attention for. I wonder what made them decide to do that. I'm going to have to dig a little bit deeper, and we'll talk about that next week. For sure, for sure. Definitely. Um, do you watch any reality TV shows? Not as of right now. No, no. I can't lie to you. I'm not a big fan of the reality TV. Alright, so I'm not a big fan of television at all. Um, but I just because I don't have time, I don't have time to you know watch it. Um, but Alexis Sky is a cast member of Love and Hip Hop New York. She had a daughter last year with Beth Rock. Um, her name is Alea. Um, so prayers are going up for their baby girl who underwent an emergency brain surgery on Sunday. According to TMZ, Alea needed to um, have a procedure that would repair a malfunctioning implant in her brain that helps to drain blood and fluid. So the baby girl was born prematurely. Um, she was in the hospital for a minute. He suffers from hydrocephalus, which causes bleeding and fluid on the brain. Her mother said that she knew something was wrong when they were flying from Atlanta to New York or New York to Atlanta. And um, the baby girl started throwing up, like, uncontrollably. And once they got her to the, you know, hospital, they saw that she did need emergency brain surgery. Um, She was released on Thursday. Uh, And her mother, you know, went straight to the club to make that money for her. All right, so prayers fill up for baby girl. No. <laughs> Hell yeah, people was ragging. I mean, they was dragging her. You know, like how could you? How could you ask for prayers for your daughter one day, and then, you know, um, we pray for her, and she makes it through the surgery, and you know, like guilt tripping her. But I, I, she's she's also a singer, or maybe a rapper. She's an artist, um, but. She also, I guess she's known for, you know, at some point in her life as a stripper as well. So she's not in a club stripping, but she's in the club, you know, promoting her music and, you know, but she's there quite a lot. Like, after the little girl was born, you know, and they brought her home, or even when she was in the hospital, you know, other people were with the baby while she was out making the money. You know, and she stated that, you know, that's that's my child, even though her father, you know, Betty Wap, that's still my daughter. And I got to support my daughter. Um, they was, you know, they was just dragging her in the comments, you know, about, you know, you want us to pray for her. And then, like, your next video, you at the club shaking your ass. And so, you know, she was like, you know, prayer changes things. But I still got to make money for my daughter, you know. So. <laughs> I don't know about all that, man. Yeah, she's like, my baby's well taken care of when I'm not there. You know, I have family to watch out for her, but. You know, I still got to make money, you know, to support her. Everything's always about supporting her when she got to be in them clubs, shaking her ass. But, oh, well. Uh, congratulations to award-winning actress, activist, and philanthropist, 
from Empire on receiving her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It's about time. That was on Monday. Yeah, I guess they only do it on Monday. But I know Snoop got his on Monday in November. So they must only do that on Mondays. I'm figuring out when I can get mine. I have to clear my Mondays. Got to keep my Mondays open. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as everybody knows, this weekend is Super Bowl weekend. On Sunday, the uh, New England Patriots take on the Los Angeles Rams, right? It don't matter. The Cowboys are there, so I don't even know. No. Um, <sighs> so, T.I., um, he dropped a list of ATL Super Bowl rules. These are as follows. If you are an out-of-towner, you need to take heed to these rules this weekend in ATL. Number one, anybody can sell you parking. <laughs> That's true. The damn stadium could be 27 miles away. Your ass <laughs> with no shuttle. Your ass over there to pay for about thirty dollars to park in their front yard. So yes, anybody can sell you parking. Yeah. Um, the weed man never answers the phone. <laughs> Number three. That's where. That's you go. <laughs> Number three. These women rob you before the night. No, before the niggas do. Here we go. Yes, the women will rob you before the niggas do. All right, number four, this is a black city. White people, don't start your shit. <laughs> number five, if you get in a fight, especially when it turns a little bit, yeah. Number six, these niggas out here break in cars. Thanks. <laughs> you like your shit up, like your shit up, all right? Number seven, we got dancers. That's quote unquote dancers in every club. Uh, be well, maybe he'll touch upon that. Uh, uh-uh. number eight, we respect our homeless. Please call them unk or auntie respectfully. <laughs> uh, number nine, nobody eats at the varsity. I don't know. About I didn't know that. Ten. It ain't shit for you on the west side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. And number 11, if you don't pay your stripper, she will fight you. <laughs> so those are the ACL Super Bowl rules according to T.I. All right, so we know last yeah. year, um, Gina, Gina, damn Gina, Tisha Campbell Martin, um, after, I don't know, 20-some years of marriage, um, filed for divorce from her husband, um, actor Dwayne Martin. Well, apparently, um, there was some more shit that had been going on. You know, you always hear irreconcilable differences, you know. You don't never know what them differences was, you know. But it seems to have come to light um, that there was some domestic abuse that was going on. And so um, Tisha has been granted a temporary restraining order against her um, future ex-husband following claims of, again, domestic abuse. Um, she's in the middle of her divorce and her soon-to-be, you know, from her soon-to-be ex-husband, Dwayne Martin. In the midst of the divorce, uh, she raises concerns after making these claims against him, which resulted in this temporary restraining order. 
This is according to TMZ. Um, the most recent assault was in December when he allegedly grabbed her by her arm um, to get her in the bedroom. Why are y'all still living in the same house? Like, right. I don't know about y'all state, but my state, you got to be separated, like, for a year. Like, you can't reside in the same house for a year. Why are y'all still in the same house? Anyway, she claims that Dwayne uh, began physically, emotionally, and mentally abusing her back in 1996. Not too long after they were married. Um, she says that she finally chose to speak up about her situation now because um, she can no longer live in fear of retaliation, um, you know, that he might try to do something to her. Um, and the need to press criminal charges for his acts overshadows the embarrassment of making his crimes against her public with this report. So prayers up for her. Um, you always, you know, you always wonder how the survivor of domestic, you know, abuse or domestic violence, you know, how they do not gain the will to leave. The desire may be there, but they never, you know, why does it take some people so long? And she said 1996. So, um, like, I, know, I don't know if they had children when they got married, if the children came afterwards, but, you know, you, everybody wants to work out their marriage. Um, but it just makes you wonder. Like, and you never know what's going on because in the camera, you know, in front of the camera, everything was always, you know, nice, pearly white teeth. And they were also, you know, lovey-dovey. And you've been enduring this for all this time. Right. Y'all know me. I'm not get on, you know, the domestic violence stuff. I'm not going to get on that today, but you say you never know. Well, listen, up. Listen, up. Um, it's ironic that you mentioned that, but, you know, Bow Wow was just arrested and charged with a misdemeanor uh, for domestic Bro, we still on Monday. We still on Monday. We on Monday. You done jumped to Saturday. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That that just happened. I'm sorry, it just happened. I thought we could slide over there because I want to talk about that too. I'm a domestic violence um, victims advocate, and when people think of domestic violence, they think about you know um, the male physically, mentally, um, verbally abusing the woman. Um, Very little people take the time to actually realize that those tables can turn. And that woman can be doing the same thing. That's probably why I came to the man right there, because I'm such a verbal. Like, I'm not an abuser. I just I just don't take shit. I tell it like it is, you know what I mean? Shout out to my boo, you know. <laughs> um, but people don't really take the time to understand that it's the men as well. So I'm not defending him, but I don't like the way that every news article that I've read has been it's stated he was arrested for um, assault or he was arrested for battery or everything right. that he did. But um, when the when news first dropped this morning, because this happened like 4 o'clock this morning, so when the news first dropped, it was they, they got taken to the hospital. They didn't know the, the female's name, but they got taken to the hospital. Um, both of them had visible signs of minor injuries and bruising. 
both of them. He's saying that he hit her, and he's saying that she hit him. Now, both of them got signs of physical, you know, um, physical signs of injuries and bruising, and the police didn't know who was telling the truth and who was lying, so both of them were arrested, and both of them yeah. were charged. So I don't like how the media, because they'll, they'll screw some shit up real quick. I don't like how they're just putting it all on him because I guess he's a no-name. I mean, she does have a name. I'm sorry, you know, but she's not popular. She's not the star um, because it was just, you know, physical altercation with the woman. Um, she was unidentified, the same visible, like I said, minor injuries, bruises. Um, but they were unable to determine who the primary aggressor of the altercation was. So both parties, like I said, were charged with battery. And they came back a couple hours later to state that the female is actually Kiyomi Leslie, whose real name is Leslie Holden. Um, she's an ex of Bow Wow. So I just feel like don't be yeah. one-sided with the situation, especially when the police are clearly saying, don't know, don't, we don't know who's lying, who's telling the truth. So we're charging both of them. We arrest both of them. We're charging both of them. Then that's how it needs to be printed. Because he like get into the but, article to find out who the hell he beat up, you know what I mean? And it didn't even it didn't go that way. So, um, yeah, that's very true. I, I, the media media should be mindful when they speak. Once you obtain all this information, you should be mindful what you say and how you say it, uh, because it can be perceived so many different ways. Um, but both of them were victims of abuse this morning. You know, whatever the altercation may have been, both of them were victims of abuse. Both of them were arrested. Both of them were charged. And um, like you said, you know, we don't we don't know exactly what happened. You know, no one who reported this story was there. But I did see. I don't know if you've seen it. But Bow Wow's mugshot. And he had scratches all over his face. Yeah, she called him, man. She called him. <laughs> yeah, this is how I feel good. about that. Okay. This is how I feel about that. You. I know she was she was bold enough or whatever to put her hands on you, but you just don't you don't touch a female. You just don't do that. And um, you know, I'd have call I'd have call another female to come whoop her ass before I risk my career. You know what I'm saying? I just and I'm just talking. You're not the side of my neck, but I just you you just don't do that. She was wrong for putting her hands on him, and he was most definitely wrong for putting her hands on her. I just want that that to be loud and clear that it went it went both ways. You know, he wasn't the only one that was arrested. He was not the only one that was charged. He was not the you know she wasn't the only one who sustained injuries and bruises. He did as well. So again, media, you got the facts. Just give the news to the people correctly. We actually have a caller. Um, You're live with King and Nikia on He Said, She Said. How you doing? Hey, I'm cool. This is Nikki, and um, I just want to add my two cents to the conversation. First, we really don't know what happened unless some footage comes out. We just know that the police was called. And if you look clearly at the mugshot, she does not appear to have Injuries. Now, I don't know if we're going to see some additional pictures or what, but, I mean, we're stressing the part of it's clear 
and she was digging her nails in them. And if anybody watched the um, Growing Up Hip Hop Atlanta, I did, and she was always hitting him, and he was just like, you know, going with that. Now, I don't know if that mm-hmm. was for the cameras, but just like you're saying, you know, guys shouldn't put their hands on females. Females, we need to raise these young ladies that they shouldn't be putting their hands on males either because it exactly. is an opportunity with reflexes that you will get dealt with. These people have families. So even if he's man enough to walk away and we all know somebody, whether it be ourselves or a friend who have tried a dude has tried to leave and a female blocking the door and all of this craziness. Let somebody go when they're trying to go, but keep your hands to yourself because it is a possibility that that person may not have been raised to not hit, especially if you grew up with a lot of female cousins and stuff like that. There's a possibility. So right. while we stressing, and I just hate that we always stressing about men. Yeah, if guy, no, he shouldn't be just beating on no woman and dragging her up and down the street, but just know that if you reach out and sock my son in the face, that it's a possibility that his reflexes may be to hit you back, and if that's not going to happen, you're really gonna, you going to get your ass whooped regardless from yeah. his damn sister. Right, right, so right, right. we got to be mindful of that too. And, yeah, the media is just only saying him because of who he is, um, every time he does anything, it gets turned up 10,000 notches. But clearly, when we look at those pictures, we know that she was digging her nails in his face. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's my two cents. You made some very Well, very, we appreciate you for following All right. Thanks. Thank you, Nikki. You have a good evening. We got another caller. Uh, this is from your area code right here. Uh-oh. You're live when he said she said was King and Nakia. Who's on the line? It's Von Ridley from Chili for the City. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Javon? Nah, man, I just want to call in on y'all and bother y'all for a little bit. I was listening in on y'all and, you know, I just hear y'all topics and stuff, so I just want to chime in, you know. To let y'all know I was on the line. I teach y'all topics I was talking about. Y'all some good topics, too, now. You know, y'all, y'all kind of sound pretty good together. That's how we feel together. Pretty sure. Well, thank pretty you. Sure. You should have been listening uh, when the show started because we showed you some love. Yeah, I know. I heard, you know. I just had a little bit, had a little bit going on. Had a little bit going on. But I heard, uh, you know, from somebody else I had listening, you know, our song was playing. You know, they were showing me a little love and stuff. I was trying to get around it so I could hear it. But um, it's cool. It's cool. I appreciate the love, though. No doubt. So you've been straight? Yeah, you know, it always ten toes. You ten toes with it. Okay, I just, just timing in. I hear y'all topics. You know, women should definitely know y'all shouldn't be around here beating up on no man. And vice versa. Keep your hands. Yeah, vice versa. Yeah, no, no. We ain't supposed to be. What's understood ain't got to be explained. You know, I feel like dudes know we ain't supposed to be beating up on women. But, you know, women sometimes, they just feel like they just beat up on the guy. Yeah. That's true. And a lot of men, you know, the the numbers, the statistics are not accurate because a lot of men will not report 
um, physical, mental, um, you know, verbal abuse because they feel embarrassed. They feel shame. You know, I'm the man. Um, this shit is not supposed to be happening. So they underreport. So the statistics are lower than what they should be. Yeah. Um, but I advocate more for the men who are abused than I do for the women because there's so many people that are advocating for them. But you got the man in the corner like, I'm going to open up my mouth and say shit, but you know, we know you've been bad because you come in here, you know, you can't walk. And how long has this shit been going on? Your face is bruised up. You know what I'm saying? So Dang, you wonder why you snap. You know, they have to tolerate verbal abuse. Exactly, exactly. I'm not condoning it this way, but, you know, I'm just saying. No, but um, I I I agree, and I think I think really it's because a lot of people, a lot of people find the same point of view when you look at a man complaining about being abused. Everybody's always like, just man up. So you know, right, you're right, not gonna right, want right. I'm one of them dudes that will fall under the statistics ain't calling because you know I ain't for to go on my record. I called the police because <laughs> she beat me up. I just had to. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, it's not it's not gonna look good. Yeah, it ain't gonna look good at all, you know. So like, you know, I think in different cultures too. I think it's it's it varies in different cultures. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I just know, you know, like I said, culture I'm raised in, you know, just, that ain't how you gonna do it. Cause uh, you ain't gonna even, you might as well just sat there and got beat up, just trying to call the police. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I follow them statistics. I can understand that completely. <laughs> That's real. We appreciate you for calling in, bro. Appreciate you for listening. So I'm going to wrap it up. I can say I appreciate you. Most definitely. Hey, I'll be the same. I'm going to see you guys. I'm going to see you later on this month. I'm coming. Oh, okay. of course. Of course. I do enjoy the rest of your night. All right, bye. All right, so so moving on, uh, we got Sierra. Uh, Grace is the cover of the recent Vogue Arabia. It's entitled Untamable Spirit, and her coming, all of her shots are flawless. But the cover shot, um, she's between two stallions, um, a black one and a white one, um, and she represents for both cultures because you know. Uh, she's uh, all urban on the cover side. You know, she's in um, the attire for uh, their country. So if you get an opportunity to check it out, that's Sierra on the cover of Vogue Arabia. Ooh. All right. So um, we are still sending our prayers out to Empire actor and director um, and singer Jesse Smollett. And the Smollett family, um, Jesse was brutally attacked in Chicago early Tuesday morning, um, according to all media outlets. You know, normally I like to give uh, credit to where it's due, but it's, it's all media outlets. Um, apparently, he had just arrived in from New York filming in Chicago, and he was hungry. So 2 a.m., he went to the subway, and on his way out, um, he heard... Aren't you that faggot empire nigger? Um, reportedly, two masked white men um, began to viciously beat Jesse, um, and oh. he fought back. But she got, she got two 
two-on-one. Um, he reportedly suffered a fractured rib. The attackers put a rope around his neck, and they poured bleach on him as they yelled, this is MAGA country. And y'all know MAGA is Make America Great Again, y'all President Lowe's slogan. Um, he was taken to Northwestern Medical, where he has since been released. Um, he did make a statement on Thursday. You know, his family made a statement Tuesday. Uh, he did make his own statement Thursday. He broke silence, you know, to let everybody know um, that he's doing well. Um, you can break bones in the body, but you can break the spirit. So, um the police have uh, canvassed the area because there's cameras everywhere, personal cameras everywhere, and they were able to obtain um, a camera from two different angles that did show. Because at first, you know, it was very disturbing at first, you know, how all the articles were just saying, yeah, everything has to be alleged until, you know, uh, you've got to have proof. But they were saying um, that all we got right now is his, is his word because even the closest cameras, like in Subway, it was only him coming out of Subway. It was only him. Like we didn't see nobody else. Like he got time to make this shit up and beat his own self up. You know what I'm saying? But uh, they were able to find two cameras, two different angles um, that did show what he described, you know, the all black, they got on the black mask and everything. Um, so hopefully they're able to get these punks and, you know, this is crazy. And the funny thing about it is because they are filming in Chicago, um, they he personally received a death threat um, earlier before, they, before he even arrived. So Fox wanted to amp up security, and he declined it because he said that, no, um, I understand doing working hours, but like 7 p.m. when we're off or 8 p.m. when we're off, um, I feel like you're invading on my privacy. So I don't need security you know i don't need you to amp up my security but now he does have security uh 24 7 so again our prayers go out to him for a speedy very speedy recovery now, you got sure. kids, right? you got yes, kids, I do. Right? yes I do. how old are your kids oh they're very um my oldest son is 10 he just turned 10 his brother I believe him is eight my daughter is two and I also have a very young, very young, three-month-old. Oh, my gosh. Oh. That's something else you and Rich have in common. Rich has four kids, too. Um, shout out to Rich. Shout out to Rich. <laughs> but, um, yo, if you haven't, uh, make sure. Let me give a little plug right quick. Uh, Global Money Magazine just dropped on the 31st. So make sure that you show my boy Rich some love. And uh, go check the magazine out. You can go to um, GoMoneyWorld.com. Check it out. Tell them the key sent you. All right. Um, so talking about the four kids, I have four kids too. But I got grown kids. Like mine are 24, 21. My daughter's about to be 18 this week. Oh, my gosh. And my baby's 13. All right. So, but everybody knows okay. it. it don't matter if you got kids or not. It don't matter if you got kids or not. Everybody knows this fucking song. Coming in at number 36 on Billboard's Hot 100 list this week, Baby Shark by Pink Fong. <laughs> Let's see if Baby Shark can knock Cardi out of her spot. And y'all know I'm not knocking Cardi. That's family right there. So, um, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hell yeah, you ain't know? We cousins? You ain't know that? No, I didn't know that. No. Now you, 
Now you know. Now you know. Somebody should have told you by now. So everything's always everything's always gonna be Team Cardi and the Cowboys around here. All right. Okay. All right. So, um, Wendy Williams. I don't know when this happened, but apparently, um, Wendy got sick and she has Graves' disease. Um, so apparently, it's it's. I'm not really sure what Graves' disease is, but apparently it's gotten worse that she's or she's in a period where okay, I'm going to use cancer as, a, as an example um, p- patients go into remission right and then the cancer comes back so that's kind of what has happened with her Graves disease it's, it's gotten a little worse so she's had to take an extended leave of absence and normally you know the show doesn't they don't record during the holiday season they come back um, in February well she um, and they had the first week lined up. Nick Cannon, um, the host of Wild and Out, um, producer and singer, um, he was going to host the show from February the fourth, starting on Monday through the sixth. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, he was going to host the show. But now it looks like you know she's had to add some more days to her leave. Um, so Orange is the New Black uh, actor Jason Biggs will host the show on February the seventh. Kiki Palmer will take on the job on February the 8th. Former The View co-host Sherry Shepard will return uh, to morning TV when she guests co-host Wendy on February the 11th and the 12th. And then controversial comedian Michael Rappaport, uh, he fills in on February the 13th. Bravo host Jerry O'Connell rounds out the bunch uh, with co-hosting on February the 14th and the 15th. So hopefully that Monday, the 18th, I believe, or the 17th, Wendy will be able to return to the Wendy Williams show. Of course, she brings you all the celebrity news, um, gossip, um, hot topics, you know, always in people's business. Um, but prayers up for Wendy, seeing that she's going through. Um, so J. Cole and Meek Mill are set to perform at the 2019 NBA All-Star Game in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, you know J. Cole's from uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina. Uh, and uh, that that's going to be huge because, like, this is the first time, like, the NBA All-Star game is coming to North Carolina. So this is huge um, that he's going to be performing. Anthony Hamilton, who is a Charlotte, North Carolina native, he'll be singing the uh, U.S. National Anthem. Let's um, go. Yeah, so uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for that state. Um, all right, so Ariana Grande, uh, she got a tattoo this week on Wednesday and uh, on her hand, and the symbols that she wanted, they should have said seven rings. Instead, a character was left out, and she received barbecue grill instead. <laughs> and it yeah, took a band. Social media trolls, it took a fan to let her know, like, bitch, is you crazy? That doesn't say seven rings. <laughs> that says, and there's actually a name for it. It's like Shikaran, um, but that says, but that's his barbecue grill, baby. That does not say uh, seven rings. So uh, she was able to get it corrected, uh, like, the following day, and all is well. It says seven rings now. Speaking of seven rings, 
her and Two Chains did release a remix to Seven Rings. Hell, I ain't even heard the original, but uh, they did release the remix to, to uh, Two Seven Rings on uh, Thursday of this week. So, did you hear about Drake? Is the remix? Is the remix called Barbecue Grill? You're stupid. <laughs> No, it's it's the seven rings. It's the seven rings remix. <laughs> but yeah, that was the second. I was like, she might. Yeah, she might be trying to let you know something. <laughs> All right, so apparently, um, you know, Drake is now residing in in Vegas. So he was at a McDonald's and um, he was photographed by a USC student. And it was reported that he, you know, he fist bumped um, the two female employees that assisted him. And he also tipped them $10,000 each. I never had no service that good at McDonald's, ever, that I would want to even leave a tip. I think I know what happened. The ice cream machine was working because, you know, every time you go to McDonald's, you can't get no shake. You can't get no ice cream because they shit it down every time you go to McDonald's. So I think that's what happened like this. Yeah, they, they that place, they, that McDonald's, their ice cream machine must have been working. And Drake was happy, and he tipped them. Big up I don't think, uh... You know, he's always the philanthropist and um, and just giving back. He's always giving back. So, big up. But I did hear somebody yeah, question, up. like, so do they, so they got to pay taxes on that tip? <laughs> I don't know. I think, uh... I think there might have been some uh, taxes on the tip, but uh, well, I think they had to pay their taxes back to to Drake himself. Yeah. I don't think yeah. the tips came free, if you feel me. Yeah, I feel yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. You know, you, don't, you know, you, t- you tip strippers a couple thousand dollars. You don't tip you don't tip McDonald's employees a couple thousand dollars. Yeah, but think about it though. A McDonald's employees, what do they make? They make less than minimum wage, or do they make minimum wage? Either way, think about that McDonald's employee versus that stripper. All right. So, and then you know they got time to talk. They realize, oh my gosh, that champagne poppy up in here. So you know they got they done held a conversation. They done talked about they they kids. They done talked about why they working at McDonald's. You know they done talked about all of that. So. No, I think on that that top bill probably had his number though. I, that's what I think. Yeah. Big up to Jake. Big. <laughs> big up to Jake. All right. Normally, normally this cat right here, I I don't have too much positive to say about him because he always starts in trouble. But shout out to Vic Mensa. He's been doing his part to help the homeless uh, within the city of Chicago. And you know, this week. All across the country, we experienced that polar vortex. So I know where I'm at. We was getting up. We had to leave the water dripping because we was waking up and the temperatures would be like 15 degrees, you know what I'm saying? Um, it was supposed to be in the 70s next week. So um, there were a lot of deaths across the country um, from people, you know, freezing to death. Um, and shockingly, like the first seven people that I read about that died were all, they weren't homeless, Okay. They were outside of their home. One person slipped. 
couldn't get up. And they were up in age, you know what I'm saying? Anywhere from, like, 50. There was, like, a 30-something-year-old. But they was, like, from 50 to, like, 70, all right? What the hell was you doing outside of your house? Like, that's all I want to know. One guy was out there trying to, um, like, dig up yeah, the snow. Yeah, and, and tripped on the ice, couldn't get up. They found him, you know, like, buried in the snow. And somebody else, you know, like, they, they, it was all, like, people outside of their home um, that – you know, passed away. But unfortunately, there were a lot of homeless, you know. So one article where 15, um, you know, were found uh, dead. But he is, according to Vibe Magazine, um, he did take the social media to announce that his foundation, the Save Money, Save Life Foundation, was accepting blankets, pillows, sleeping bags, food, and more to help those in need. I mean, he also mentioned that he was partnering with Health Hood Shy um, to help save lives. So big up to him. Um, and there was another young lady, um, just a private citizen, who rolled past an area and she saw uh, just homeless, you know, like they, they were just bundled up. And she, she went into a hotel and she um, rented 20 rooms. I don't know how many homeless people it was. Rented a black female at that, yes. She rented 20 rooms um, so that these homeless, you know, would not have to suffer. And this is in Chicago as well. They would not have to suffer um, this horrible weather that we just went through. Uh, and I, I don't want to say horrible, you know, because the master controls everything. So this, this very inclement weather that we just had um, this week. So big up to her. I'm going to talk about her again next week. Um, I saw this, you know, right before the show. But I want to talk about her again next week and her humanitarian efforts. Um, moving on. Now, I know we talked about this, well, we didn't talk about it, but um, we talked about this last year, about Wu-Tang Clan, uh, RZA, and Ghostface Killer. They're producing a spent horror thriller that's based um, in Staten Island. Right, it's called Angel Dust, and um, it's a horror thriller. Um about growing up in and around the Staten Island projects. Um, it was inspired by the true stories that happened around the hood to the to the clan's members um, as they were growing up. So the film is directed by RZA, and the story was created by Ghostface Killer and longtime manager Caruso. Um, I don't have a date, like when none of this is dropping, but the movie does center around Casey, a normal yet uh, exceptionally smart teenager and talented rapper. Um, but after the mysterious deaths of his parents, He's been forced to grow up in New York's roughest inner city street, known as silence. So um, we'll talk about that some more because I forgot all about that until I saw the article. But we did mention that last year that this was coming out. So, yeah, we're going to look out for that. He's a very creative uh, person. What happened? He's a very creative person. He's, he's often putting yeah. out films. Yeah. So, as we jumped all around, we talked about Bow Wow. So, you know, I got to talk about, uh, at one time, what we did was talk about that Black China and, and Takashi 6 Mile. I'm not even going to mention Black China and her drama um, oh, this God. week. But Takashi, I'm talk about him. Oh, man. And they're, yeah, they'll wrap this up. Uh, so, earlier in the week, he... Uh, according to TMZ, uh, three more associates of his um, were indicted in the Chief Keith shooting. All right, so right, right. Um, he was out there ratting, 
Um, he dropped names. He told who pulled the trigger um, and, and all of that, like he said he was going to do anyway. Uh, but then on yesterday, he pled guilty to nine federal counts that range from conspiracy, firearm offenses, uh, narcotics, trafficking, and uh, racketeering, I guess, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So since he pled guilty, it is likely that he struck a deal with the feds to potentially lower his sentencing. Um, it's also said that uh, he probably is going to need, you know, witness protection. Uh, he was already in with sex anyway, um, where he's locked up at, but he's probably going to need um, some more witness protection because he's like, he, <laughs> oh, yeah. he's telling everything. You know what I'm saying? He's telling everything. So, um, they say, they say as of right now that, you know, it, it's only allegedly that he's, he's talking, but it just, it just looks like it. It makes a lot of sense. So I, that's why so many people want to, want to believe it. Because as of right now, they know for a fact that there were three more people indicted. And one of those people was, uh, uh, his close manager. So, Right. Nobody expected that to happen, but you know they just recently got into an argument and uh, broke off their relations as it was anyway. But considering the fact that he already struck a deal and he hasn't even went to court yet, that that looks that looks real suspect. Yeah, he he um, Takashi reportedly pinpointed um, Kente McKenzie also known as Kuda B, as the gunman, um, along with Anthony Ellison and Denard Butler, um, who've also been indicted. He says McKenzie was allegedly paid $10,000 to shoot uh, Chief Keith. But prior to um, prior to him pleading guilty, he was initially facing um, life in prison. But now that, you know, he's taken his plea, then his fate may, may slightly change. And I'm not sure. Let me see if I can do some quick math. No, I can't. But um, how up? How, okay, he must be, is he like, is he 23? Yeah, I think so. I think so. All right. So somebody was like, so if he gets, and I think that person did they math wrong too, because they were like 66 years. Or maybe they said 56. Okay. I, I don't know. 47. Okay, I don't know what it was. But whatever, <laughs> they were like, um, y'all do the math on this. I right, say so if he's 23 and he got like, I don't know, 53 years. No, 43. 43 years. All right, so if he's 23 and he got 43 years, when he came out, he would really be 6'9". 66. He would have to get Y'all do the math. Yeah, he would have anyway, to get forty. He would have to get forty-six years. <laughs> yeah, he would have to get forty-six years for him to come out and really call himself six nine because he would be sixty-nine when he got out of jail. I thought people just have too much time on the internet. They really do to just be coming up with this bullshit. They, they really do. So it's crazy though, man. Stop. Like it's. You say you hope everything what. Worked out for him, you know. <laughs> Everything is not about to work out for him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we keep it positive. You know, we keep it positive around here. Getting my prayers. I hope everything works out. Not, not anything gonna work out in your favor, but I mean, it, it's gonna work out. So, um, 
that's like that's yeah, like breaking that's your hand and being like, I hope it's I hope it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's like me breaking up with my boyfriend and be like, You okay, boo? Yeah, I know. Right. I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We go through this. We really do. We really do. Um, but that's all I got. You got some 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 hot topics, some news, some that I might have missed. Nah, man, nah. But you know, I just want to give a shout out one time, man, because uh, I I had seen I seen this on a meme through social media, and I had to stop and think about it because it's absolutely true. Like uh, at at the end of last year, I think we all had ruled and shouted out that um, that Fifty Cent was the official uh, pettiest person of the year. Yeah. Old Jaw Rule stand with the yes. I thought I thought it was just a joke when I was first seeing it, and I thought, you know, he was just talking mess, and he didn't really do that. But it turned out his man, for real, for real, bought 200 seats in the first two rows. Yes, yes. That's bananas. Like, that's that's real. That's that's officially the pettiest thing that's, that has ever happened. You know, all the way up until, you know, Trump shut down the government. <laughs> we ain't going to talk about that. Oh well. What? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's crazy, man. Fifty, fifty is the official troll. Did you see what he said about six nine? When six nine went to jail? Probably. That was last year. But you know, my memory only worked like two hours ahead of schedule. <laughs> but I know they was all tucked up. You know, they was all tucked up, and he was talking about, you know, that's my son. Blah 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 blah. Um. And it seems like just as soon as he, you know, got locked up, all that shit just changed. Like, where yeah. was that love? Yeah, yeah. as soon as he got, because 50 just an online troll. But it's ironic because Meek Mill just made a statement uh, earlier today, as a matter of fact, in regards to uh, 6ix9ine's plea. But he said uh-huh. that he knew, he said that he knew um, 6ix9ine was going to snitch. He said he knew way back when he heard that 6ix9ine got locked up because he was like, yeah. And, um, Meek said when he got out that everybody was talking about Six Nine got all these real niggas on his on his side. And he was like, How could that be? How could that be one nobody there before? How could that be all of a sudden all these niggas is just real? But um even academics were saying because um it seems like Six Nine they showed a video, you know how academics is. I don't know if you watch academics on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Academics. Yeah. But yeah. um they showed they showed a video of six nine talking about how he was all by himself and he didn't have nobody before and he started working with these people. And you know, the same people that he was dealing with, his management team was said they're supposed to be trying to uh kill him. But he had these goons. Yeah, we, like, we, like, we uh, talked about that, yeah. 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 Like the uh, the goons the dude who uh, who was supposedly shooting at Chief Keith, like they're taking on they're taking on his beef and helping him in his reputable career, and he out here snitching on him like that's mm-hmm. that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. So I say I hope I hope everything works out in your favor. I mean, you know, it worked out for the good. Yeah. I just yeah, you know, just, as yeah. good as it can. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, got any more shout-outs? Oh uh, yeah, shout out, yeah for sure. You know, 
I do want to give a shout out to another artist that I work with by the name of Yop, Twelve Twenty One Yop. Uh, he's he's recently been releasing quite a bit of music videos and all. Uh, shout out to him and uh, shout out to Vaughn again. Appreciate him for calling in. He's got some new music out right now as well. So um, shout out to everybody for listening and uh, shout out to all of the new new to come fans. So we'll call them new to come. They, they ain't got there yet, but they on their way. Shout out to them. They on their way. No doubt. No doubt. They on their way. So, yeah, I don't, um, I don't really got no shout outs. I'll, happy early birthday to my daughter. <laughs> um, Wednesday is my only daughter. Turns 18 on Wednesday. I'm excited. Um, I, I don't know why, but I, I'm excited. My boyfriend's birthday is today. He's 18 today, so. Like they out, he's getting his tattoo, and you know they all doing that 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 For shit sure. today. Um, yeah, shout out to them. Um, I do want to say that make sure that you're following the show on uh, all of the platforms: iTunes, Stitchers, Spreaker, um, Player FM, um, YouTube, and we are Spotify podcast now. So make sure you're following us. If you can't catch us live, you can catch us. On the playback, make sure you're following, you're subscribing. Um, go to the website www.indiefireradio.com. Um, if you want to schedule interviews for uh, Tuesday or Thursday night. Um, oh, also, you know, uh, for you guys to celebrate Valentine's Day, keep watching my uh, IG page. I will be posting um, in different cities, you know, where there's events that are going on. I think right now I have one that's. Um, in Florida, that's up there now. One that's still, I got two, two in Florida, and one in North Carolina. Um, make sure that you're uh, downloading, streaming, most definitely purchasing uh, this indie music. Anyone that you heard on the birthday playlist, they're constantly dropping new music. Uh, we're going to start New Music Mondays, um, probably not this Monday, but the following Monday. Um, so all that is new music that I've been getting in. Um, upcoming releases that I've been getting in. Like, I got a whole EP last night, and it's not due to come out until 22nd of this month. Um, I was so excited that this person thought that much of me just to be like, you know, let me get some feedback before it actually drops. Um, so big up to Ricky Official and what you got coming out um, at the end of this month. Um, Yashe, our Jamaican uh, Princess of Pop, uh, has Love Oasis coming out on the 15th. She'll be here on Valentine's Day, the 14th. Talk about Love Oasis. Uh, King just talked about 1221 Yacht. He'll be here on February 12th. Um, talk about everything that he has going on uh, with his career. On this coming Tuesday, on Two Lit Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have Rocky the Rhyme Slayer. You might know her as Rashida Johnson or you might know her as Rocky. Um, she's out of Philly. Uh, she will be here. She's out in the street promoting her shit right now. Heavy. Um, you know, you got physical copies too. Um, so big up to her for what she's doing. She will be here to grace us with her presence on Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'll talk about Thursday's guest on Tuesday because I can't remember who that is right now. Um, but just make sure that you're, again, downloading, streaming, purchasing, you know, support indie, support indie. Uh, and one last thing, ladies, 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 ladies. Uh, I don't know if you follow Legit Live, um, out of Tampa, um, but he has—yes, he has the wet date that's coming up um, to uh, the 18th, the 18th, either the 18th or the 20th of February. 
Um, but he's giving you an opportunity to get flewed out to Florida and uh, have that wet date with him. Uh, make sure you listen to his music. He got a concert coming up, uh, a performance, a performance coming up with Trick Daddy and Trina on next Friday. Uh, that that flyer is on my IG page as well. Make sure also that you support Entail Dash and uh, the new single You. If you haven't seen the video, uh, make sure that you go check that video out on YouTube. That's Tail Dash. Um, Tail is also giving you the opportunity to win an exclusive Valentine's Day date with him on Valentine's Day. Now remember, ladies, he gonna have me the day before. So um, I don't know if there's gonna be much left for you on the 14th, but uh, uh, the way that you can enter is very simple. Um, go to uh, any music platform, purchase the track, show proof that you purchased, and you're automatically in. Um, show proof by sending or tagging tail-13 or his manager, Quan, Q-U-A-N-S underscore promo, um, and you'll be entered to win. On next Friday the 8th is when the winner will be announced. And due to conflict of interest, I couldn't be in there. That's why I got to get in on the 13th. So, yeah. Make sure you're supporting, <laughs> again, all of these, <laughs> all these indie artists. I want to give a special, special shout-out to my new co-host. I'm glad to have you on board. I look forward to doing um, – I've got to be careful how I'm going to word my words because y'all know I'm a freak. Let me see. I look forward to doing uh, – damn. Okay, so we're going to do some big things this year, right? That's what I'm trying to say. We're going to do we're some gonna, big things. We're going to handle some business. Um, That's what we're going to do. We're going to handle some business. Yeah, last year we prepared the table. Um, this year – we're going to eat. Rich, remember that. Remember that. Yes, we eat in this year. We eat in this year. So I want to leave you with a quote. As always, music is a great natural high and a great natural escape. Country singer, Shania Twain. So until 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday, have a good night.